Right then. Enough, mm-hmm. enough nonsense. <coughs> Come on, here. I, mentioned, I mentioned the wine word and everything. It's all going horribly wrong. That's it. He's ousted. Yeah, at least you haven't had wine today. Um. You're like a certain panelist. That was a sympathetic wine from my, my wife. <laughs> that could be misconstrued, couldn't it? <laughs> I fancy the glass of wine. Screw it. I enjoy it. Uh, hello. Uh, welcome to the Beercast. Uh, my name is Richard. How are you? Right. Good, good. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, we're here drinking more beer. We have a slightly enlarged panel tonight. TM Beercast. Uh, with me as ever is uh, Shuffles, my right hand man. How are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. He still hates being called that, but I still call him. I actually don't mind. I'm getting used to it now. Okay. It's kind of like a term of endearment. And this is a Shovel special, but we'll come on to why in a moment. Uh, we also have uh, a very welcome return back for Stuart. Hello. How are you? Oh, oh wonderful. <laughs> Last seen on our Northwest special a while ago. God, that was some time ago. Maybe early last year. Yeah, it was a wee while ago. Uh, looking forward to these ones. He's had extensive therapy and he's now back for more, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, hello to Groom. Yes, hello. Bit, bit, bit cast regular. Oh, yes. Uh, and a special hello to new boy. Hello. Steve. Hello. How are you, Steve? Good, thank you. We always like to have new blood on the big ass. You look terrified. It's okay. I am. <laughs> It'll be alright. Don't worry. I might be Sorry, sweating. Nobody, I'm not sure. Nobody listens to this noise. <laughs> no, no. Excellent. We'll be gentle. Don't worry. Uh, so the, the format for Steve and for listener is uh, we're going to try four beers and then we will score each beer out of ten and then we'll declare a winner. Uh, Shovel's bought these beers and he will now say why. Not why, but... <laughs> I bought them because they were beer and I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> the reason behind the purchase. Um... I'm not sure whether I'm going to say the right thing here, but um, I bought them because they're all, I thought were all from the southwest because they were in the southwest section in the old bottle shop in York. <laughs> bottle um, shop York, hello. Hello again. Um, but one of them is actually from Surrey, so uh, <laughs> so it's kind of southwest asterisk. Where is Surrey? Within Snopers. This is our south of Watford special. Yeah. Surrey is <laughs> near London, and I can't remember exactly south why. South, southwest of London, I think. Is that yeah, right? yeah. Southwest. Yeah. All right. And our first beer is oh yeah sorry uh, tribute which is the ale of Cornwall. Mm. I'll get pouring. Richard, you get describing. I will do. There are five of us, so we're gonna have quite small measures. Yep. <laughs> I'm not used to that. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the wink doesn't come across See, on radio. If Craig was here, that would be uh, picked up on. Anyway. You, you, you need to utilise your organ there on the side. Yeah, that no, help. that's that's for uh, oh you're destroying the magic. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, don't give away the trade yeah. secrets. Dear. Our ozone organ is purely for uh, sound reasons. We don't actually play it, unfortunately. Right. We're going to be dead. We could actually have the. You know, right? Anyway, a tribute uh, from the St. Austell Brewery in the Cornish town of the same name. This is described as the beer of Cornwall. Well, we do have small issues, don't we? Yeah, yeah, small. Thank you. All right, apologies. Yeah, I, uh, this beer cast is going down here. What's this? What's this? What's this? <laughs> hey. Well, when you start buying the beer, you can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Gloves are coming off. Well, St. Austell were founded in 1851 by a young Cornishman called Walter Hicks, who mortgaged his farm for £1,500 to make a brewery. They've been operating in the same town the same name for over 150 years, and they're most famous for their flagship beer tribute, which we are sniffing now. Have you mentioned this is truly the Ale of Cornwall? I may have done so. Um, Yeah, because I I bought this because I thought... um, that anything that says it is the beer of somewhere is either we can say it's shit mm. and hopefully don't go to Cornwall or it's great, go to Cornwall. Kind of no, this will be great. I've had this many times. This is my dad's favourite beer. 
Really? Yeah. He told me to give it a ten. <laughs> what makes a Cornish beer? Why, why is it Cornish? Is it it's just, it's it's from it, obviously, but but what what's the distinction? What were they actually? Well, it's brewed in Cornwall. I think that's the answer to your question. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they have a wide variety of other ales. They also brew M&S Cornish IPA for Marks and Spencers. Now we're going to have a Marks and Spencers beer cast at some point because they have a range of different beers, uh-huh. including Yorkshire beer and all various other types. Oh, so ten. Um. They have 167 pubs in the county of Cornwall, but they're expanding into and throughout the southwest, and they've won many awards. Many, many awards. In fact, the Admiral's Ale was recently voted Supreme Champion Beer of the World in the 2008 International Beer Challenge. Of the world? Hmm? Where was that? Where is uh, it? International Beer Challenge, where is that? I don't Who know. Does it? <laughs> it was on their website. It's like so the more information. It could be like the World Beer Awards that we uh, talk about now and again, that no one ever seems to know where they are or what they mean. Anyway, is there any tasting notes on this while I have a sniff and a taste? What? Um, it, it just says it's pale amber in colour, which it is. Yes, it um, is. Morrissey drinkable, which it's definitely drinkable. Um, full-bodied malt flavours and a citrus aroma. Anyone yeah. got the citrus aroma? I'll give you that. They got citrus, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, and, yeah, it just says malt and hops. Actually lists the hops and the malts in it, which is, I've never seen before. So would it be uh, Marisalta? Uh, sorry, you're going to the malts. Yeah, the malts. Yeah. Yes. I'm getting a hint of. Um... You've got tasting notes on your laptop. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it tastes a bit like Cornish gold. Yeah, you've definitely got. <laughs> <laughs> hints yes, of fuggles. It's malt. and fuggles. Yes. Uh, fuggles, fuggles yeah, hops. the fuggles make your fart smell hops. Sewage, um, classic sewage smell. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Oregon, <laughs> William Met. I don't think you said fraggles. <laughs> fraggles. <laughs> Willamette. Fraggles. Fraggle rock fraggles hops. hops. Yeah. Oregon, Willamette hops. Willamette hops, yeah. And Slovenian Golding. Styrians. Classic Styrian Golding's hops. Yeah. Stuart. First taste of that was... Uh, I'm, well, I wasn't with your dad anyway for a market mm-hmm. as a ten. I've got to say, few people are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, apologies to your dad. I'm not going to say, but I mean, the first taste, and, and this is going to sound really weird, it tasted like Stone's bitter. All right. I remember. How often do you bitter. drink Stone's no, bitter? No, it just it seems to be what I remember of Stone's bitter. Yeah. But I took a couple like, more tastes, and it's, classic orange can. Yeah, it might just have been my taste buds on the first first taste but it seems to be going down a lot better now it does say. improve yeah after yeah. a couple of tips it's quite a i don't know what, how to describe the taste initially it's quite a bitter to start with yeah, yeah. It's, it's this tastes like um and it always does has because i've had this numerous occasions it reminds me of uh constant bluebird which i keep mentioning cause you do because it's one of your favorites yeah. it's the beer i voted for in the 2007 beer of the year because it's that orangish poppyish slightly malty Session ale that is just so distinctive of the northwest of England and in this case Cornwall, and it's very nice. Anyway, what what does our token Scotsman think? I like it. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember if I've had this before. I might have done. Mm. Certainly, uh, it's a good drinking beer. It's a good drinking <laughs> drink beer. That's know. some good yeah, drinking yeah, beer yeah. that is there. I don't, I don't know what else to say really. It's but... a good drinking beer. Oh, Anyway, St. Hostel is in central Cornwall, has a population of 23,000, which makes it bigger than any other place in the county. Bigger, even shovels, than the county town, which is true. Cool, I didn't even know that. Mm. That's brilliant, that is. The town grew after China clay was found in surrounding hills and it became a centre for clay mining. And it is notable now for the uh, Eden Project. Oh, yeah. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did they brew that? 
We're what? In the Eden Project. In the Eden Project. Eden Beer. Uh, we should maybe explain what the Eden Project is. That's a good point. It's a large garden in a greenhouse. In a big several golf dome, isn't it? Oh, it's a big dome. kind of domey, dome. ecosystemy domey. My dad's been there. Hello again, Dad. <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's the purpose of the Eden Project? Is it to it's say you can you can grow all that you need in a big dome and survive? No, if no. The, no. Po- if the it's, it's a kind of one man's labour loves. So yeah, it's just a garden, yeah. garden thing. It's, it's just like a garden, so there's berries. Well, yeah. And birds. Mm. But it has berries from all over the world. Yes, it's different zones. It's yeah. called. Yeah. Tim Smith's been. Mm. So is it is it like the uh, Millennium Dome? Then? <laughs> it's it's kind of Millennium Dome, only it's more glassy and it's like upturned. I think there are three, maybe two golf ball, kind of half upturned golf ball, mm. um, and you have different kind of ecological zones from around the globe. So you, you, I, from memory, I think that there was I wouldn't quite say an African zone, but there's definitely an element that's kind of desert and it's got desert plants. Um, but they they grow a lot of their own stuff. Kind of like to sell actually on site, so I know they had the dreaded <coughs> wine. Yeah. Well, you can talk about <laughs> wine, that, that's okay. So say wine we, we can mention wine, yeah. but I, I'm just wondering if they brew. I, I don't know if they brew beer there. Uh, if they did, we would like to try it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. If you do, Eden Project, send us it. Yeah, yeah. yes, please. Is it a good day out? And the wine, would it's very good day, very good day. Out. Mm. Excellent. And they even have little tractor things that, if you really want to, will take you down the slope into the Eden Project mm. if you're that way inclined. Why? What? What? What's the? What? So what are we doing if you're not going to the Eden Project? You, you walk down to the Eden Project. It's basically, oh, a zigzag right, pathway down the hillside into the domes. Oh. Uh, I thought you were just or going to the shop or something and ignoring the Eden Project. <laughs> like <the> shops. <laughs> I'll buy. I'm not going to visit it though. <laughs> Look at the pretty domes. Yeah, cool. Anyway, Roger Protz, who we all worship as a god on the Beercast, <laughs> uh, reviewed tribute recently and said it's a magnificent example of a bronze-coloured English bitter. With a rich aroma of biscuity malt and tart citrus fruit from the Williamette hops, the finish is long and lingering, with a fine balance between malt, hops, and fruit finally becoming dry and bitter. Yeah, what he said. Yeah, him. Uh, he, he, he summed it up I, really, didn't he? Well, yeah. we I was going to say it before when I said it was alright. That's yeah. insightful analysis is a key point of the beer test. Uh, anyway, um, Steve, you, you've not explained what you like to think about this beer? I haven't at all. Um, I quite like the biscuit reference, actually. <laughs> I, like, I like biscuits as <laughs> well as beer. Biscuits, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is quite, it's, it's quite digestive biscuity, but it's quite bitter as well. So it's, it's it got that citrus, but it, it's yep. definitely got the biscuit feel to yep. it. Quite nice. Uh, I hate using this word, but um, mouth chop. What about it? Where, where is this tingling your... It's, it's kind of taste buds? Middle, middle, top, bottom. It's not, not at the back. It's no. it's not much at the back, but it's, it lingers in the middle of your mouth. But it is better, definitely. It's oh yeah, the bitterness. Mm. Maybe that's why I like it so much. It's got that classic, as I said before, the classic northern bittery strain to it. Yep, it does remind me of the north. Anyway, shall we? Uh, we're at nine minutes, so mm. time oh, to baby. score. That, yeah, that flew past. Time flies, eh? Time flies. Five people on the beer cast. Especially five opinions. <laughs> so yeah, well. Sorry, first, we'll go this way. Yeah, well, yeah, break, break with tradition. Okay, um, well, I tribute is one of my favourite beers. Uh, I'm not going to give it a 10, Dan, sorry. Uh, I'm going to go one less than that and give it a 9. 9? Yeah. Wow. Nice score. It's, it's very, very nice. It's got a great initial taste of hops. It's got a great, long, bittery, multi aftertaste. Uh, and it's it's just tremendous. So, yeah, 9. Wow. That's that's you not getting the inheritance. With this, <laughs> but, um, that's that's high praise indeed. I I'm not going to go that far because 
I prefer my pale ales and IPAs to get those kind of scores. So, but it's it's better than your standard sevens. So it's going to be a seven and a half for me. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> I I agree. Sam prefer my pale ales and and the like, but uh, that one's just a little one, a little too bitter for me in the on the aftertaste. So I think I'm going to have to go one less than you mm. and go for a seven. Oh, no, right. I thought you were going to say six and a half. No, no. Just a half point less. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. I can concede how people would think it was better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Right. Uh, yeah, I like it. It's uh, right up my street. I'll give it a ten. No. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> He's Mr. already put it in. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Taylor. <laughs> I'll call it an eight. Steve, here we go. Your first ever Baker score. Everyone remembers the first Baker score. Everyone remembers the first one. Remember I was William fucking Wallace. Don't <laughs> 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 yeah, forget that. No, yeah. We didn't probably scored that far too highly at the time. We're far too generous. I forgot back and scored that. I, I, I minus kind of five. Trying to err on the side of caution because I really liked that. So I was thinking an eight, but I did really, well, really like that. Well, one thing we haven't explained is that over the course of the evening, you can go back and adjust your score if, ah, if, you, if you feel like it. <laughs> Only Jess seems to do that, but you are allowed. Yeah, yeah. it's I never you can shuffle. <laughs> well, it's something we just probably didn't explain. But if you feel that you want to adjust your scores, then you go for it at the end. I'm going to give it a nine as a starting point. Ooh, I really like it. Could be we, the new Craig. We <laughs> have, that's exactly what I was going to say. The new Craig. Nine or zero. Oh, outstanding. Okay, that was uh, sent Austral tributes. Pending the uh, potential review of scores later, that did pretty well. Yeah. Anyway, we will come back in a moment with our second beer from the southwest, which may or may not be from the southwest. <laughs> I can't remember what's coming next. Yeah, neither can I. I'll anyway, look in the cool bag. We'll see you soon, listener. Goodbye. Well, but goodbye. That was a strange one, that was. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. We're back then. We're back. Go yeah. on. So make, it, make it go. Make it go. <laughs> uh, he joins us on the beer cast, and we're going to have some tea. Oh. Yeah. Good, good. Hogsback tea, to Hogsback be correct. Tea. T.E.A. Can, can anybody guess what tea might stand for? Who don't know? Oh, wait. No. I've, I've looked at the label, and I know no. The A would be... Ale. Ale, yeah. E would be elephant. Yeah. Yes. And T would be the treacle. It's the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. No, traditional. Traditional English ale. All right. That's what it stands for. This and the rest of the beers for the evening are bottle conditioned. Mm. So careful pouring. Careful pouring is required, and somebody will have the bits, which will probably be me because I'll be. What's the trouble with pouring? That you pour and you get the bits. You've got to keep the bits. Anyway, getting cloudy. A fine line there. Uh, this is from the Hogsback Brewery, which is not in the southwest. It's in Surrey, but it's near enough. It's the southwest of London. It is. Uh, in 1991, the quite wonderfully named Tony Stanton Precious found a library book entitled How to Start Your Own Brewery. Ooh, that was a very dramatic swish there. It was. And uh, he wrote off to the editor. Oh dear, sorry, that's a big bit of sediment. I'll have this one then, but I do want a taste of somebody's that doesn't have the well, sediment. You taste the biggest one that's not sediment. He, he wrote off to the editor of the Grist magazine, who put him in touch with the equally lengthily named Martin Zilwood Hunt. He was looking for a brewing business <laughs> partner. <laughs> this, is, this is the south of England. This is the south of England. So after a series of experiments with a small Burko boiler... I think uh, they might own half of the sediment. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stanton Precious and Martin Zilwood Hunt. Mm got uh, a small lease on the outskirts of Aldershot to begin their brewery. 
On the 4th of August 1992, their first batch was completed and TEA became their key beer. They began bottling it in 1994, now employ 15 staff producing 57,000 pints a week supplied to over 1,000 outlets. It smells of not much. It's very subtle. I've had a taste of, of two, one without sediment and one with, and there's not much difference, so I'll be quite happily drink this now. It smells uh, citrusy and a bit hoppy. Hmm, it tastes a, hmm, a bit weird. It's a bit orangey. Um, tastes a bit like tea, but is that just because it's cold tea? <laughs> I don't know. The colouring's quite like tea as well. It is a bit. I'll see what they say in the official website. The brewery's flagship ale is pale brown. Yep. With a hoppy and slightly fruity aroma supported by malt in the taste. Yep. It's a well-crafted bittersweet beer with a long dry finish. Yep. A classic best bitter. Yes. I think they're right. Oh, that's that's that one done then. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Next. You're a bitter man, Stu. You like this? Hey. <laughs> Good work. Oh dear. Um, I don't know. I've only had one little sip of it so far, so but it, I quite like the smell when you give it a swish. Um, it, it seems to it yeah. seems to be quite nice it's, it's, when it's sort of flat it doesn't smell much but a nice little swish it's got a nice little smell I can see why it. you said it tastes like tea because there's no sweetness to it at all is it mm. it's very malty and very hoppy but there's no kind of like any kind of there's a little bit of sweetness after with yeah. the bitterness mm. <clears throat> it's top of your mouth top mm. yeah no, my mouth, slight no. bitterness in the top of your mouth no no <laughs> Look, Grant has seen the light. I have some un- unrelated all over the mouth chart. Unrelated bitterness at the top of my mouth. Which is, <laughs> this is coincidence. That's the bile. <laughs> That's the bile. Yeah, the, the mouth chart bile. Steve, go. <laughs> no pressure. Go on. Anywhere in particular, just go. Um, I think it's actually quite orangey. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I think this might sound quite. Awful and quite common and horrible, but I think you could actually get Terry's chocolate orange somewhere in with this flavour. I felt it's got a slight cho- chocolate. chocolate. I, I came yeah. up with a chocolate as well, yeah. Chocolate? High, high scores yeah. and descriptions. Oh, wow. That's not a pretty good, David. Well, the always good Oxford Bottle Beer Database reviewer described this as being uh, the hops imparting a vibrant, zesty lemon sherbet quality to the flavour. Mm. I get the sherbet there as well. But they mentioned citrus quite a bit, and oh, an unusual orange golden colour. Yeah, I'm not getting a huge amount of citrus. No, I don't either. It just doesn't no, hold to me. No, I get the citrus. Well, leave it in my mouth. Yeah, leave it in the mouth long enough. It for me, there was definitely a, a chocolatey flavour that came. Chocolate in the top of the mouth, and if yeah. you get it on the back of your tummy, you're moving it around, it's definitely sherbet. Yeah, it just mm, stops swigging. Making <laughs> <laughs> it more. Yeah, where's my straw? <laughs> anyway, this is from Tongum. Tongum is a small village in Surridge. Surrey? Surridge? Surridge? Where's Surridge? It's a small village in Surridge, located close to the northeast Hampshire and Surrey borders, home to the Hogsback Brewery. Why? Because the Hogsback is the raised part of the North Downs in between Farnham and Guildford. Uh, Steve, this is the point where you can switch off and drink your beer. This is when I do the talking. So just, you know, I usually zone out. Yep. But no. The Hogsback reaches a height of 505 feet above sea level, and on a clear day you can see London, apart from the A31, which runs along the middle. Uh, the Hogsback is mentioned often in Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. And aside from that, yeah, see, literary reference there. Nice. I've read that, but it's usually. <laughs> <laughs> you like the shovels? Uh, aside from the brewery, it's home to the Hogsback Cafe, a lay-by on the Guildford Road. 
which is popular with lorry drivers, and this is exactly what it said from Wikipedia, because I, I copied it off of Wikipedia. So, hang on, I'm, I'm waiting for the bit I'm going to like. <laughs> the Hogsback Cafe is popular with lorry drivers who use the cafe and toilets during the day, and with others who enjoy the woods behind the lay-by after dark. Oh. <laughs> That's what it says on Wikipedia. Oh. And, that, and how is that different to other lay-by cafes? Well, true. Well, you, you tell me, Stuart. <laughs> yeah, well, well. <laughs> is this one on the A1? Where do I start? So that's the uh, Hogsback Cafe on the A31, people. I'll be there. Yeah. I think it's good that the lorry drivers were excluded from the nighttime activity. Yes, they were somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing from my bottle information, it's mm. one of the only, and I think it is the only bottle I've seen that says, do not refrigerate. Yep. Best stored and served at 13 degrees C, 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. Why is this cold then? That's pretty warm. Mm. It's quite warm. It's kind of cellular temperature. Yeah, see, that's just it's perfect temperature. I've got some no, I mean, 13, oh, 13 right. degrees is a bit warm. Feels quite cold and cellular temperature. Is it this temperature? No, that's probably a bit cold. That's about right, I would think. That's well, that's why I prefer it. I, mine's yeah. all gone now, so I can't heat it up. But uh, yeah, I'll just drink everyone's beers. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit warmer. Mm. You know what? It tastes better with the sediment. <laughs> it's got more bitterness to it. <laughs> bitterness. It's quite light without it. I'm, I'm adjusting my score because of it as well. I was gonna. Hmm. Well, this is. I quite like it though. Do you think it has a hoppy and slightly fruity aroma? Yes. Is it a bit sweet beer with long dry finish? Yes, I think that's ah, that's a good description. Sure about the sweetness. Mm. I get yeah. I get the sweetness at the end at the, the top. Mm. Just at the end, but I, I wouldn't describe it as bittersweet. I don't, it's, it does have a long, dry finish. It's, it's just very, very malty, which is not a bad thing. But, mm. yeah. I get the dryness. Definitely get the dryness. Yeah, it's dry. Yeah, definitely. It sucks your mouth out. Mm. Well, we're at uh, seven minutes, so uh, maybe we should uh, talk about what Shawls did last night. We can't talk about that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're recording this the day after St. Patrick's Day. Um, so you probably hear this around about October. Yeah. Um, St. Patrick's Day being obviously the the one night of the year where everyone seems to be forced by marketing reasons to go out and drink. Uh, not that any of us did, apart from, well, unless you guys did. No. Uh, no. Nope. Mm-hmm. We played badminton and I hurt my bum. We played badminton. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a separate incident. <laughs> I, I played football and watched Stuart dive. What yeah. a leap. It was great. Yeah. Lovely. It was brilliant time. But that's that's another story. You trying to get healthy with. <laughs> No, so I'm, I'm the only one who actually went out yes. for St. Patrick's Day, which I wouldn't normally do. Actually, no, I do normally do because the baseball guys go out and it's good to see them and catch up. Um, but last night it was very quiet for a St. Patrick's Day, maybe something to do the re- with the recession. But um, mm-hmm. yep. so we were in a Weatherspoons pub, um, the Standing Order in, in Edinburgh, and they have a great selection of real ales. However, I had one and then was tempted by the 99 pence Duca's IPA um, that was, well, 99p recession, unemployed. Mm. It's it's just, the, it was the way forward. And it's actually quite a nice pint last night. I, I like Duca's. Yep. And even their real ales, actually, they were 199, which is a bargain in, in Edinburgh terms. So, yeah. Apart from the terrible, terrible surroundings of the standing order, the beer's really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in nice Weatherspoons pubs where it actually, actually looks nice inside. It's not like a giant hangar full of people who are just eating chips and beer. 
and drinking Stella. Yeah, so if you can find a nice one inside that also sells beer for 99p a pint or under £2, and yeah, it's a winner. I mean, Weatherspoon's pubs are looked, to, looked down upon by real ale types who read the beer guide because it's, you know, they're not traditional real ale establishments in the way they churn the beer out cheaply. But, you know, if they do good pints, then why not? Yep, we certainly tasted it last night. Um, well, that's a little aside, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. We've off-roaded. Uh, insight into the lives of the beer casters. And we've all finished our beers, so we should maybe score it while we have memory of it. I think we should. <coughs> Are you, you going to start again? Yes, I'm going to give that a... Seven. Seven. Any particular reason? It's nice. Ooh. <laughs> cracking and creaking there. <laughs> the keyboard made a horrible cracking noise there. Um... Yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's, it's bitter. It's malty. I don't get any sweetness or citrus particularly. Um, but I think that would be a good session beer. It's only 4.2, so I'd knock a few of those back. And, uh, yeah. Excuse me. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. <laughs> uh, okay, I'd knock three of those back. It's a, it's a classic seven beer, so yeah, I'll give it some. I was going to give it an eight with the sediment, but because everybody else is didn't have the sediment in... Um, and didn't taste as good actually. I think I preferred the bitterness of the bit of yeast in there as well. Um, so I'm going to give it a seven as well. No, I'm going to give it a seven and a half because it was just because of the last one. So there you go. Okay. Sure. Um, I thought I enjoyed that one a little better than the last one. Um, I think it was a fantastic pint to give a massive score to, but. Uh, Right. Pint. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, shimmels measures, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not a pint, yeah. But uh, for a cave, and it looked like a pint. Yeah. Well, I have to have, to have two hands around this class. Um, but yeah, I reckon it's for me. It's probably a seven and a half. Good. Grant. Uh, I'll go seven. I think I didn't quite know what to make of this beer, but it was sufficiently bittery. Bittery goodness. Bittery goodness for me. So seven. Seven, right, Steve? I'm going to go seven and a half because I think it was really solid, but it had, there was something a little bit different about it. So that's where my extra half comes from. I liked the orangey kind of citrusy. Absolutely. It's nice. Very good. That is your classic session beer. That's Hogsback TEA. I don't know if it's TEA or T. I don't know how they pronounce it themselves. Anyway. That was our beer that isn't from the southwest. When you come back, we'll have a beer from the southwest, which has a certain slight mystery ingredient. Ooh. We, like, we like mystery ingredients in the beer cast because they're always horrible. <laughs> and we can never tell what they are. No. All right, we'll see you in a bit with our third beer. Or beer three. That was a strange one, that was. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh. Somebody's moved over now. Yeah, it was oh. over there. Wait, uh, let, me, let me shuffle in. We're back with our third beer, which is... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hotback Brewery's Crop Circle. We've gone from Hogsback to Hotback, unrelated. Uh, Hotback Brewery are from Salisbury and Wiltshire. Uh, <laughs> Wiltshire. Wiltshire. They're the brewers of our reigning beer cast, Beer of the Year, which is Summer Lightning, which we all know and like. Most of us know and like. Uh, this is a Crop Circle. What attracted you to this one? Um, it said Crop Circle. Mm-hmm. That Good. was it. Uh, the official website described this as a very clean flaxen coloured beer with a wonderful first question property. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. why I moved it. So I think I've overpoured. Oh, no, I'll take that one. <laughs> Bottle conditioned. It won the spring 2000 Tesco Beer Challenge. Yeah, 
I'm just going to get some out of it. Sorry. And it's brewed with a special ingredient, which I'm not going to name. I think Charles might know if he's read the label. But uh, our three beer casters. Thank you. Sorry, Steve. You're losing oh. some. Oh. Oh. I almost got away with that. It's a good start. Thank you. So if you can guess what's in this. Anyway, Salisbury uh, is a cathedral city in southeast Wiltshire with a population 45,000. Yes, I know what the special ingredient is. I'm covering it up so nobody else can see it. So we have at least. I was just looking at the label. Yeah, the bonus points. Look at the, look at the label. It, it lies, at, lies at the confluence of five rivers and trades heavily from nearby Stonehenge, which is eight miles outside the city. It smells just like that other hot black beef that we all like. Some lightning. Yeah. It does, yeah. It's very light. It's very, very light. Incredibly light. Look at that. That's a definite. Yeah, look at that. Look listener. at it. Look at it, listener. Everyone. <laughs> Just imagine. What can you see? Do you, do, you, do you taste it? No. Neither do I. No. It's going to be tough to pick out the secret yeah. ingredient. Mm. You can taste something slightly different about it, but I don't know if you can taste what it actually is that they put in this. Is it something we all would recognise as an ingredient? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Is that no, it's, a, it's a world famous ingredient. I can taste there's something. <laughs> world famous ingredient. World, world famous. famous. World famous. <laughs> yeah. Used around the world it's as, a, as an ingredient. <laughs> It for beers or no for no. food. Okay. I can ah. taste there's something extra in it, but I'm not sure I'd be able to tell you what it was. Sausages. <laughs> Sausages. Anyway, do you like it, Steve? Do you like it? You, you, you may not be able to identify said missing ingredient. But I have no idea what the missing nice? ingredient is at all, but I love the summer lightning, and so mm. that's probably going to colour my impression a little bit. Um, in fact, he's coloured it the wrong way. I think that's a little bit disappointing. Compared to the summer lightning, it's kind of so, like summer lightning, but not as nice. Contention, that's what we like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's more laggery. Yeah. Well, the the Oxford Bottle Beer database again say that this is uh, pours extremely pale, with a mm. foamy, bubbly, short-lived head. Yes, yep. yeah, that's check, check. <laughs> the, the nose is of light hops and lemon, with a touch of X. Coriander. Oh, oh he's got it. <laughs> he is the man. Yeah, check got that. me Damn. out. Outstanding, it's coriander, very mm. good. Not much body evidence on the palate, hot bitterness backed up with coriander and vanilla flavour, but little in the way of malt. Bitter aftertaste, which fades quickly. Refreshing and unusual, but disappointingly thin. That's what's disappointing, the taste yeah, fades very really quickly. Mm. It's very, it, the it's, taste is all at the top of the mouth as well. It's almost, it. yeah, it's 90 not got, percent is. It's not going off. You blank that out. You may mock the mouth, <laughs> mouth mock the chart. There's, but... there's some vague science behind it, which I refuse to believe in. <laughs> Blinkered. Yeah. I mean, none of that. So, where are you getting the taste in this one? It's in my mouth. Yeah. As, as Craig don't says, don't become Craig. It has an in the mouth taste. <laughs> so, you got coriander. What made you pick coriander? don't know. I think. Guess. I'm just thinking it kind of goes with those ingredients. Mm. I didn't uh -huh. really taste it. It I tastes herby. It's got a herby yeah. kind of feel to it. it was a yeah, bit that's why I got kind of herb slightly. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't have picked coriander. A bit of a guess. Hey, well, I can, I can go do a job out there. Probably be a good beer with coriander in it. Yeah. Mm. I think that's it would be a good beer with coriander. Actually, a very good point. Yeah. Mm. Strong point. It's kind of like... To rename it. Good, good I, think, I think it needs a good new name. It kind of goes along with sacrilege, maybe, but like cobra and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That ilk. Yeah, it's kind of a, more of a, a lagery. It's certainly got the colour of a lager. Mm. Sorry, creek, creek. Who does that uh, typhoon? Is that hotback as well? Not sure. Typhoon's the... No, it is hotback. Yeah, it's got lemongrass in it. Ah, yes. Yes, you're right. So they do different beers with different ingredients in purely for cooking purposes. I think it's typhoon. 
I think you might be right. You, you bought it for Andy of Andy and Jess. Yeah, it is. Yes, hello Andy of Andy and Jess. And Jess of Andy and Jess. Uh, anyway, the Hot Bike Brewery started up in 1986 when John and Julie Gilbert bought the Wyndham Arms pub on the outskirts of Salisbury in Wiltshire. Uh, John decided to use the cellar to experiment in brewing beer for the pub, and he made such a success that camera beer festivals were dishing out plaudits within two years, which is pretty good going, although not as good going as uh, you will find out shortly. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm. uh, they bought another pub in 1991, the Waterloo Arms in Southampton, and once capacity was reached with both of those pubs, they went all out and opened up a brewery. And uh, we know Salisbury Way, Grant, because the uh, lead singer of Iron Maiden lives there. What, B16? No, the other one. Paul, Paul, <laughs> Paul yeah. oh, the old, the, the original, the original, the original. Yeah. The original. As does <laughs> Anthony Daniels, who played C three PO. Hey, and David Mitchell, the Peep Show. Hey, yeah. there you go. The Star studded. <laughs> Do they all live in the brewery? Yeah, all three of them. Yeah, they, they, they take shifts <laughs> looking after the, uh, the mice. Yeah. Uh, the main Debenhams department store is haunted by a ghost of Henry Stafford, Second Duke of Buckingham, who was beheaded there in 1483. Debenhams. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first Debenhams in the world. He asked for a refund and they wouldn't give it to him. That's <laughs> it off with your head. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, Stuart, do you like this? You... Um, I'm never... Coriander aside. I'm not usually a big fan of things that are flavoured with other stuff. I just like my beers. Yeah. Um, I just like my beers. <clears throat> I could drink a half pint of this and think, oh, that's alright, it's quite a nice but I wouldn't drink any more than that I and mean, I wouldn't go out my way to, to drink it I think uh, it's okay I think uh, the old summer's day thing would come in here <laughs> it's, it's so so light and lagerish that if you were if that was on on tap I probably would go for it if it was sunny outside because I know I would be refreshed by it and it's very refreshing yeah but I would be looking some, for something with a bit more body after one or two yeah I mean it's, it's quite it's very lagery well, yeah. well that's the that's the yeast the light at the bottle conditioning. Yep. The hops they use for this are Pioneer, East Kent Goldings, Spalter and Sats, those green ones. Coriander and Hopbacks yeast. Mm. Yeah, it's um I think it obviously it pales into comparison with summer lightning. Although it does taste reasonably similar as uh, someone said mm. at the start. Um But there's it's got that extra bitterness but not in a nice way I mean for me the first one had a bitterness but a good bitterness then we went into the tea TA and it had a, a, a slightly darker bitterness to it this one has got it's, it's that kind of sharp I guess that must be the herby bitterness which it doesn't do it any favours I don't think but if they didn't have coriander in it it would be summer lightning so they have to have obviously something different in it to make it I don't know. Some lightning has more body. It's got, yeah, it's more complexity. Well, this is four point two. Yeah, yeah. some lightning is five and Yeah, I think you need to eat something with that. I think it's a bit of yeah. Yeah, I don't agree with it. Oh yeah, you file it alongside kind of mm. I know, tiger or something like that. Even though some muesli in the cupboard. See what happens there. Try the muesli. <laughs> cheese. Yeah, I don't have any cheese, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. So shall we uh, give some scores to hop back and we'll get on to the, uh, the final beer of the evening? Yep. Let's start with Steve this time. Yeah, you know the score, Steve. Hang up. All right, I'm going to go six and a half, unless I had a curry, in which case a seven and a half. <laughs> right. mm. So six and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah, six, I think. It's just quite... I can't get... It's just, it tastes like a lager. A nice lager, but a lager. Yeah. 
Yeah, agree. Totally tastes like a lager. Um, again, agree with Steve. It would be nice with something a little bit spicy. Mm. Um, so I'm probably a six on this one. Six. I'm going to be a seven because, as with the other two, I think it's, it's drinkable. Um, not bad. Not superb or blowing me away so i'm gonna have some close grouping with my scores and give it a seven mm. yeah me too i mean that's that's the half point behind the last one i think so i'm gonna give that six and a half there is one man i know out there andy of andy and jess who would definitely be screwing up his face if he had to drink this this is exactly the kind of beer that you hate it's got yeah. that, that yeasty dark bittery taste and this is not for you my friend so if you ever get a chance to drink hot back crop circle i would avoid it but for me that's six and a half uh, we've had beers that are kind of reasonably similar so far, so we're going on our final beer to something slightly different, uh, which is a dark earth beer. Still from the southwest, though. Which uh, doesn't seem to matter anyway, because I bought one from Surrey. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's yeah, it's down there. Surrey. Surrey's like a control beer, isn't it? All the other beers are like, right, okay, that's proper southwest, and then there's one outside. Well, I like, thought you were going to say something frightening about Surrey for a moment there, as opposed well, to the beer. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna, no, I'm going to stoop to your level. <laughs> okay, we're back in a very, very, very short while with our fourth beer. That was a strange one, that was. Mm. Yeah. All right. Bottle condition porter. Mm, nice. Mm. You won't see the chunks. <laughs> <laughs> no one sees the chunks. Right. Uh, hello. Uh, this is the Beercast. We're back. We are back. You've not got not the end of us yet. No, not long now. Uh, this is our final beer, which is a, a darker beer. It's called Exmoor Beast. Strong ale. So let's unleash the beast. I am unleashing it as I, as you speak. Exmoor, I'm gonna, this is actually quite interesting, so listen up. Uh, Exmoor. <laughs> listen up, everyone. Word. As opposed to every time I speak, I when people this come. Is where we're supposed to sleep. <laughs> no, 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 not now, Steve. Wait. Um, no, this, is, this is interesting. This is interesting. Uh, Exmoor, the Exmoor Brewery were founded in 1980. Uh, they had a flying start during its early life when they won the best bitter at the National Great British Beer Festival with only their 13th brew, which is amazing. What ever? Yeah, ever. Amazing. That's not it. Keep listening. <laughs> That's not the. That's not enough. <laughs> that beer is known simply as Exmoor Ale. It was a classic 3.8% session beer. They didn't rest on the laurels of this success, though, as they then went on to invent the golden ale. Yes. Invent the golden yes. ale. They invented yes. the golden ale. What was it doing before then? At that time, this was 1986. Brown what? brown was the dominant beer colour, as many of those beers were rich, sweet, with pungent, earthy hop characters. So they produced a beer called Exmoor Gold, which was different, and then it was a single malt beer, pale ale malt, hopped in a way that produced a light and fruity hoppiness. Went on to win many awards, kicked off a whole new style of brewing. That was the first golden ale, and that, it's in the beer guide as the first. So that these guys have been over Yeah, Summerlight and being the other one. Uh, but Exmoor Gold was legitimately the first golden ale in existence. Amazing. That, this isn't that, of course. <laughs> this is uh, Exmoor Beast. This is not golden in the slightest. It's not, no, not so. Someone say what they think of Exmoor Beast. The bottle's well cheap and nasty, isn't it? <laughs> in it, in it, yeah, like that's what Tom it. says. Isn't it? Well, it's clear, oh, which is unusual for a, b- a bottled beer that's not. It's kind of got corona. a slightly ropey drawing on the front. It's like a it's Sherlock a, Holmes yeah, hand of the dust on the front thing, thing, isn't it? Yeah, and it is six point six percent. Yeah, and of course it's uh, it's won awards. I'm, I'm pointing the golden ale section of the beer guide to shovels. First in the field, Exmoor Gold and Hotback Summer Lightning. Yeah. 
So good for them. Mm. This really is a pioneering brewery. I didn't say it was interesting. It's reasonably interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would I'll put that, give that a six in the interest. <laughs> I'd go six and a half. Anyway, they brew five permanent ales, which yeah. are all named yeah. after yeah. animals. They have the gold. What well, yeah, was animal? Um, stag, uh, fox, and beast, which we're drinking now. And five seasonals called Hearts Wildcats, which we had in the cask and barrel. Remember that wildcat that was almost undrinkable? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That was there. Uh, 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 Hound Dog, Stallion, and Xmas. So you like the um, animal names. Like the animals, yeah. So what do we think of uh, Xmas Beast? Will I have a sniff of it? It's tasty. Quite reasonly. Oh, yeah. It's good. Well spotted. Are you, are you okay with that? I can get that. Raisins are okay. No, mm. I can manage that. Yeah. It is for you. I'm going to go chocolate here again. Mm. Okay, the taste <coughs> notes for this are yeah, I'll, I'll give you chocolate in this one. Not, right. not in the golden one. <laughs> no, no, the golden one would have been nice with chocolate. This oh, one nice chocolate. with chocolate. All yeah. oh, right, sorry. I was, I, was, I, was, I was like, we're not going to invite him back on. He's, he's tasting chocolate in the golden nails. What's going on? No, no, no. Bloody hell. Uh, it's can, I also, can I also give the, the other C word? Oh, dear. It's caramel. Oh, oh nice. Nice. <laughs> if this was QI, there would be flashing lights yeah, all around. Absolutely, but I can taste it. Yeah, screw, yeah. Screw you guys. You're right, actually. The yeah. website describes this as being beast by name and beast by nature. It's a beer to be respected. Sipped slowly to warm up on a winter's night. It is a sipper, definitely. Uh, brewed with a mix of pale ale, chocolate and crystal malts. Hot with Golding's Challenger and Brewer's Gold. It's dark mahogany brown with a hint of crimson tints at its edge. Lush aromas of toffee, treacle, mocha coffee, fruit and chocolate swirl above the glass. Uh, the palate has rich fruitcake, a hint of rum, more mocha coffee, a herbal hoppiness, vinous fruit... And bittersweet finish, which is smooth yet complex. So basically everything. Yeah, I was going to say, it's 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 like, it's like two. <laughs> Get all in there. Get everything we said. Oh, there's one thing that's not in there. Try it with ice cream, where the vanilla flavours run well with this sweet one. It's also ideal for a ripe Stilton, or even as part of the mix for a rich winter stew. Try it also in cake mix, with one local Exmoor favourite being an Exmoor beast fruit cake with whiskey icing. Oh, I, really, I was going to say, try drinking that with a fruit cake. Mm. Mm. I could see how that or would use yeah, it that in a stew. That would work really well with like beef stew or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, would... I think I, I think you're right. I think that would go really well. Is the uh, mouth a good cooking beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, is that is not <laughs> is that cooking a beer? Not ringing the tenants. Stew often shops in the cooking beer section. Is the beast taming the mouth chant? I've not really thought about it with this one. Come back to me. Okay. I'll tell you more about the place where this is brewed. No. Uh, okay, I won't. No, you can go on. Okay, I won't. Uh, it's called Whitliscombe, known locally as Wyvie. It's in Somerset. This is the southeast. Uh, you'll be pleased to know, west. my friend. Southeast of the west. West, sorry. Yes. The west. Of the west. <laughs> The heart of the West Country. It's nine miles west of Taunton, population of 2,000. It's the gateway to Exmoor. Oh, it's hey. a gateway. Hey. Oh, oh, brilliant. We love the gateways here on the Beercast. Uh, it's home to two brewers, not just um, Exmoor. It's also home to Cotley, who brews some pretty good beers. They name all their beers after Birds of Prey. An example being? Uh, Tawny Owl Bitter, which I had at the London Drinker Festival last year, which is quite nice. Uh, Golden Seahawk, Barn Owl Mild, Buzzard Dark Ale, or Harrier Light. Mm, interesting. That's it. All right. <laughs> Steve, go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same time you've been ordered up tonight. I know. <laughs> Is that two yellow cards now? Two yellow cards. Yeah. It's time to go. 
Um, I quite like that. Um, it's definitely a winter one, and that's not a session drink. That's like two or no. three pints max. Are you a porter fan? I actually didn't ask you what your beer leanings were when you first. That's very true. I think I, I kind of I like my bitters. I I have a, a, a soft inkling for a mild. Mild was what I was brought up on. Controversial. <laughs> okay. I've had a couple of nice milds. I think the pint we had this evening was, was in the the warm up beers was quite mildly. Mm. Um, of course, you're from the uh, black country. In the yes, good old Banks's. Good old Banks's. Yeah, lots of miles down there. Yep, we've got a few. Um, I quite like that, and I quite like a nice roaring open fire and a nice big slab of fruitcake. Frankly, that would be really nice. A couple of pints. It would go very well with some food. This. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give that an eight. Oh, score is My God! I, 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 I'm, I'm so so pleased. With it. I, want, I want to jump the gun, please. Sorry. <laughs> We're scoring. What's going on already? Sorry, right? guys. Might as well, yeah. Okay, you're for it. Unless there's anything else you want to say. No, no. I've run out of facts. Oh. All right. Describe it and then score it. This is Maverick. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Set up a whole new present. Um, <laughs> Hang on. Mm. You swilly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's down his. Mm. <laughs> I'd say i give it a seven. I didn't think much of it because of the bottle, because I judged in appearances. But I'm, um, it does have a white white lightning. But that's fine. I'm, I'm not letting that colour my um, tasting. Mm. So I'd say seven, because it's surprisingly more <clears> complex <throat> than I thought. And a lot more fruity, but it's not really my kind of beer, so seven. Good. Mm. Um, again, it's another sort of half pint max for me. It's not something I could drink a lot of. And the idea of drinking beer with fruit cake <laughs> scares the hell out of me. <laughs> I've got to say, I, I, I can't eat anything sweet with a beer, it just spoils it for me. But, um, Mm. I, I like the taste of it, but again, I couldn't do a, a lot of it. I'm probably edging towards a seven on this one. A nice taste, but not enough to always want to order it. Yeah, fair enough. I think I'm going to... My grouping's close tonight. I think it's going to be a seven as well. They've all been nice beers tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, no surprises, that. Yeah, nothing great, nothing bad in my opinion. Um, so it's very difficult to score badly or or highly. And this one, quite raisiny. I actually do think it would go nice with a fruitcake, which I don't normally think about beers. Mm. Um, and I probably would just have one pint of this and then stop. Mm-hmm. Because it's 6.6%. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's quite nice. Okay, um, I'm going to give that 75 uh I'm not just sure about the. Um, I'm not just sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whenever I say that, it comes out. I'm not even. Though I'm not drunk, which I'm not. Now, but, uh, <laughs> I don't really get. There's no real coffee taste to it, um, but I do get the rum. There is a kind of rum taste to it, which mm. I think is the whole kind of fruitcakey stuff, which is what why it would go well with fruitcake. Although the only thing you drink with fruitcake is tea. Tea. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. Agree with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But you drink tea with everything. I do, and it, and it works with everything. It's perfect. Um, cod chips, tea. Yeah. Oh, definitely cod and chips. Jeremy, Jeremy Dodgers, tea. Got some fun land in Blackpool. Cup of tea is still tempting. Butter pie, tea. Oh, butter pie and tea. Um, anyway, it's, it's dark, and it's got that nice kind of malty, dark, porter taste. 
I'm a big fan of porters. It's not as nice as Dark Island, but nothing is, I don't think. But it, it's, it's obviously stronger than Dark Island. You can taste the kind of alcohol. But it reminds me of another porter, which I can't put my finger on. But there's a darker, stronger porter that I've had, which tastes just like that. Uh, I just can't remember it anyway, but that'll come later. So yeah, seven and a half. It's a nice drink. Uh, again, I hope we go with Stu. I wouldn't drink more than maybe a pint of it at least. But, so. Yeah, Stuart's That's the consensus. half pint. I'm a half pint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> in, in summary, it's, it's nice. In summary, it's yeah. so final insight. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with you on the Dark Island thing. I can drink. Mm. A, I drink a lot more of the Dark Island than I can drink. I love that. Dark Island. It's and nice. and, and there's not much coffee to that as well, which is sometimes a good thing. Okay, if someone wants to say something for the next minutes, I will try and work out the scores, which are going to be very similar. So it might take a while. I think the first one won. Yeah. Yeah. Due to two very high scores. Due yeah, to goodness. So no, it's consistently high across the board. Uh, anyway, Panel of Five too. Panel of Five that mm. could be in the running for Beer of the Year 2009 oh. already. An early forerunner. Yeah, well, we can find it, so that's good. It's yeah, easy. it's it's easy accessible. Um, oh no, no, there's a face. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that first one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Didn't do it for me. Float my boat. Uh, while we were off there before, uh, Stu had an interesting point to make about our. Crop circle, which reminds him of today. Oh, yeah. pint of tenants. <laughs> pint of tenants. Yeah, I was, sorry, guys, who make it if you're listening to this, but it did. And it got all that trouble of bottle conditioning your ale, and it tastes like tenants. But right, you asked me when was happen. the last time I had a pint of tenants. Now I'm going to ask you when was the last time you had a pint of tenants. Well, I've been a pint eating, drinking crap. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've been paying for breakfast every day. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Scottish way. <laughs> I, I think you're doing a, a, a disservice and by I, saying I, that. Well, I, I feel bad about saying it. And so you should. Tenants is pish. It is terrible, but I mean, when there's nothing else around, <laughs> you fancy a beer. And you've stopped drinking your own urine. <laughs> yeah, yeah so you could go off to tenants. Yeah. Yeah. There's only thing one, one thing worse than tenants, and that's Foster's. Yeah, although yeah, tenants does taste of more than Foster's. I remember Kestrel. Oh, Kestrel, that was that the non one. No, that's Calibre. Oh, Calibre. Kestrel, yeah, my Kestrel's, dad used to buy Kestrel. I the green think, can. Yeah, the green. Yeah. That, that was the worst lager I've ever had. Ever. No, Skull was pretty bad as oh, well. Oh, I've never had Skull. Oh, Skull was pretty skull bad. Was my dad used to buy that as well. was denied that pleasure. My dad used to buy that one. And, yeah, I've got my dad on to... I think he's, he's now convinced that I love Caffrey's. Um... Which I, which I did like in, at university. Well, like 10 years ago. 10 years ago. <laughs> More. Um, but yeah, so he still buys that. But he has stopped buying Skull and, uh, well, I don't think you can get Kestrel anymore. No, I don't uh, think it's on the market. Uh, green can. Yeah, with a Kestrel. Kind of Kestrel in yeah. silver. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a high, you know, impact kind of design. It was, it was. Yeah. It definitely yeah. caught the but eye. It did taste the pitch. Yeah, it was terrible. There was a weird one when I was sort of just approaching drinking age. Uh, I think it's an American lager breaker. You know, anybody have that? Scunthorpe thing. No, I don't think it was, but it was sweet. quite a sweet lager. It was horrible, but it was one of those sort of early drinking beers <laughs> that you mixed with blackcurrant. <laughs> oh, and cider? No, 2020. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, don't talk to me about 2020. Okay. What's with the labels? Sorry. What labels? It's, it's, um, Grant was saying earlier the labels there's, there's a couple of those look really cheap and, and like they've, they've made all the loving care and attention into making a nice beer and then the presentation which ones are cheap 
Buy them at Beast. That's poor. The yeah, Beast does look cheap. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't help it being in a clear glass as well. Yeah, there's no clear bottle. I didn't realise that. Well, yeah. all their beers have that lo- motif with the name slightly curving, and then whatever animal it is underneath. Mm. Anyway, uh, thank you for that uh, filling. I've <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> worked out the scores, and the winner is. It's an Oslo tribute. Yay. Yay. With what kind of percentage is it? You got eighty-one, which is which is tied with uh, Carnegie's Baltic Porter. I got eighty-one. The hell is that? Wow. <laughs> is it's that the, this uh, year? Yep, it's the Swedish beer we had in Stockholm. Oh, you were there, so it doesn't count. And that's going to be hard to find. It's going to be hard to find. It's brewed by Carlsberg, which makes it a bit easier, but it is Swedish. So anyway, so I got eighty-one. So anyway, tribute is our Southwest beer, uh, which is also described as the beer of the Southwest. So go us. <laughs> uh, we have a tie, funnily, for second between um, T and Beast. Between T and Beast, both got thirty-six point five. Uh, the actual scores uh, should be got forty and a half. So thirty-six and a half for the, each of those, and coming up a distant fourth with thirty-one and a half is Crop Circle. Which tastes like Terence. Tastes like Terence. <laughs> Terence for the coriander. Okay. Well, thank you very much to our Baycast panel. Thank you very much to the brewers. Um, that's our Southish West special. <laughs> <laughs> Southwest-ish, especially. Oh, yeah, that'll do. Uh, thank you to Shovels and to Stu. Well, welcome back. We'll get you back on again. We won't, we won't leave it sort of 20 podcasts before we get you okay. on again. Thank you very much. You're welcome you come back. Uh, thank you to Grooven, sir. Pleasure. And thank you especially to Steve. Sh- shall I just go? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay, my friend. <laughs> you can stay. You've proved your metal, my yeah. friend. You use words like orangey and yep. fruitcake. Yep. Yeah, you can come back. You actually discussed yep. what the beer tasted like. Yeah, yep. it's, a novel, it's a novel approach. A lot and you didn't use the two horrible words, which are caramel and mouth jar. So you can <laughs> These two can't. <laughs> so that's what's out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm always here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a bad tenant. You bought the beers. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so thank you for uh, the beers. Uh, I don't know how to set up the equipment. That's it. Well, okay, I'm we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another beer cast, which, uh, depending on the running order, could be something quite special. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> or not. They're all special in your mind. We've got, we got lots of beers and we're going to get through them soon. Anyway, thank you for listening and we will see you again very shortly. Bye-bye. Bye. Round of applause. Round of applause. He's got receipts. He's getting receipts out. He, he, <laughs> he's from Yorkshire. He's going to invoice everyone. I've been it's four pound twenty. Sixty pounds, please. Thank God.